Yo, what's good everybody? I wanted to let you guys know that the standard spring collection is officially live. You can go ahead and buy your black suit as well as black tuxedo and we're also going to be selling the navy and the gray as well. Do not forget it is only a limited amount of suits so get your suit today before they're all sold out and by getting an amazing suit, you get access to this amazing community of extraordinary men committed to excellence. Go to theaffluentstandard.com, go ahead and get your suit. I look forward to connecting with you guys, and let's get started with today's episode. A lot of men do that. You yeah. know, they're, they maybe, for whatever reason, they, they allow their partner to dictate their direction. Mm. And now, some guys, I'm sure it works for. I've met men that yeah. they need a leader. They yeah. need a strong woman that tells them exactly what to do. Now, is it ultimately a happy, healthy relationship? Everybody, everybody's <laughs> different, right? It's each their own. It's each their own. But I find that, that mm -hmm. the men that, that are true to themselves have more healthy and successful, not only relationships, but lives in general. Yo, what's good, everybody? This is Hafiz, and welcome back to another amazing episode. As you guys know, we launched our new collection of the standard on April 4th. And in order to launch the collection successfully and the right way, I have to have conversations with some of my favorite influencers in the style and fashion game. And if we're gonna be talking, about style and fashion and all things about making men the best version of themselves i had to bring in the og i'm not gonna lie to you guys this is the the standard black suit it's it, it looks amazing it's like i absolutely love the black but the suit this guy brought in this episode you ain't supposed to outdo the, the host i'm telling you he, he he outdid the host that's not what you're supposed to do that was not kind Man, looking like the cover of a GQ magazine across from me, guys. Without further ado, welcome back to the show. The one and only Aaron Marino. Let me, let me, let me clarify something. You walk in, I'm like, uh, every suit looks better on you than it does on me. And uh, you're just killing it. When I saw you get out of the car, I was like, damn. Like, Look at that suit, the turtleneck. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Great bro, to be here, bro, man. Oh, man, pleasure, Thank man. you so much for, for pleasure, coming man. and hanging. And congratulations on on the company. And and just, guys, before before we kind of get into this, yeah. you know, we were talking a little bit. I actually talked to your business partner, yeah. you know, asked a lot of questions about these suits. And for the price point, it's insane what you guys are offering and what you guys are doing so if you've got a is there is there a sign up list yeah 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 so you guys go to you already know the time of day it is the fluentstandard.com get yourself the suit if it's sold out by now you know why because the suits are going like hotcakes to fluentstandard.com thank you you're, you're a real influence you know the other, the other thing i just want to point out you know the amount of value that you have brought these guys over yeah. the years has just been insane. And yeah. so, you know, one way guys that you can give back to the people that you love in terms of content is, is by supporting what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And you're not saying, Hey, just give me money. You're bringing like the value that you are bringing in terms of the product that you're delivering mm -hmm. is 
out of this world. I don't know how you're selling them for the price that you are. Honestly, if I'm being completely honest, I'm not complaining because I'm on your list. But I just want to just kind of encourage everybody out there that's really listened to you, that's loved you over the years, that if it's gotten any type of value, you know, go support the gentlemen because they are bringing it super strong. And so, you know, congratulations, excited for this launch. And uh, I'm excited to get my suit. Yes, yes. You guys will be seeing that video very soon. We're going to make sure we get my man just right. Now, that means a lot to me because one of the one of one of the ways I really gauge my effectiveness is, you know, obviously subscribers are great. Um, you know, followers are great. You know, people saying nice things about you are great. But there's two ways I gauge it by the impact in the lives of men and what the men that I respect and value the most have to say about me. And you're somebody who I respect and value a ton because it's it's for what you've done. People don't realize you've been in this game for over a decade plus on content and multiple decades in just your life in general. And for you to go day in and day out and be obsessed with helping men improve their lives, you're living good. You don't have to do this, but you're doing this because you're you're passionate about this and this is your purpose. So for a man like yourself, who I hold to the highest esteem, for you to say that to me, man, that means the world, brother. Excellent. Yeah. I'm glad it does because, <laughs> you know what, it, it's one of those things where it's just such, it, it, it's hard, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, getting up every day and having a solo mission and purpose. I mean, you do it because you love it. You do it because you see the impact that you're having on, you know, guys, you know, mm-hmm. get, you get the email, you get people coming up to you at these events. Yeah. And that's what keeps you going. Mm-hmm. It's, it's amazing what happens when you decide to basically give back to people, mm. you know, and, and I, I joke that it's, it's actually kind of selfish mm. in the sense that it's, it feels so good. Mm. You know, the, the response that it's, it's a very kind of like, it's a, it's an unselfish thing that you're doing in terms of giving back to people, yeah. but it's very selfish in terms of it feels so incredible yeah. that you want to keep doing it because yeah. it's, it feels so good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you, man. It's awesome. Appreciate it, man. So, you know, there's so many things that I want to talk to you about today. Cause I feel like you just have so much wisdom that every time we sit down and chat, I'm just gaining so much. But one of the things that I notice that I feel like you'd be such a great person to talk about is this idea about longevity for success. So Patrick Bet David has this idea that in order to be successful, you have to outwork, out improve, out innovate, and outlast the competition or, or anybody in general. And I feel like a lot of men today can work hard. I feel like a lot of men, you know, to, today can you know improve and they're and they're getting better. And a lot of men can you know be innovative and figure out things. But I think the thing that I've noticed is a lot of guys struggling with consistency over a long period of time. And for somebody who has one of the oldest and most successful YouTube channels on the entire platform, somebody who's been consistently functioning at such a high level of greatness for so long, man, what what do you think is one of the reasons why so many men struggle with being consistent and lasting long in a particular field or whatever? Uh, yeah, I think I think you're absolutely onto something, and I think you're right. One of my superpowers, it's not that I'm smarter than many people yeah. because I'm not that smart. <laughs> That's and a lie. That's no, a lie. I'm not, I'm not that smart, <laughs> but what I have the ability to do is is focus 
when it's not sexy, when it's not fun, mm. when I'm not getting people that are wow. pat, pat me on the back wow. and, and liking my, my posts. It's, it's about having the ability to really just head down, work, even when you're not getting rewarded. And I think that's one of the, the missing pieces for so many guys, right? They see and they think that, okay, if I'm not getting rewarded right away, if I'm not getting the you know, affirmation from my peers around me, then I need to move on. It's not working. I need to change directions. I need to do something else. We've gotten sort of spoiled in the sense that we get immediate gratification a lot of times mm. in the things that we do, the things that we say, the things that we're posting. But the truth is that is fleeting and you really need to really focus and work when the lights aren't on, the camera isn't on. And, and when you're you're really kind of in the trenches doing the, the stuff that's not sexy and not fun, right? Mm. That's what really is going to set you apart from everybody else. Man, I love that because I was talking to Jose and I was like, man, Jose, your superpower is you're able to, you're like a machine where you can do 75 different tasks at one time and still function at a high level. And I said, the people that I've always respect the most they're, they're to me, they're like mutants. They have this superpower that so many people are unable to do. And literally you describing that, I kid you not, every successful man I've ever met in my life says, you have to learn how to consistently work hard when you don't feel like doing it. And I feel like that's the hardest thing for so many men to do. You know, do. And, and I think that, you know, Jose is a perfect example. Yeah. He is sort of next level in yeah. terms of, you know, when I met Jose in person, you know, that's one of the things like seeing his passion, he's young, right? Yeah. He's a young and to think of what he has done. But when you go back, right, you think, oh, here's some super handsome dude who, you know, has all these followers. He has all these businesses. The thing that really sets Jose apart from everybody else is the fact that he has been showing up since he's been a little kid. Yeah, yeah, you go yeah, back yeah. like and look at, you know, early Jose Zaniga yeah, yeah, days. Yeah. Here's this, you know, young kid yeah. in these suits doing these videos, yeah, but yeah. he showed up every single day mm. and it's this willingness to work hard. And I truly feel like part of that, part of my, you know, secret, if there is a secret is, is, uh, is when you grow up poor mm. and when you grow up without, Mm. you've got really two ways that you can go. Mm. You can basically be like the person that says, oh, I can't, I won't, because nobody's ever done it before, or you are a victim, that whole victim mentality or mindset, or you've got somebody who grew up without, like Jose, with Juan, with myself, with Alex Costa, you yeah. know, all these, all these people, we've got something in common. We all grew up pretty low blue collar, mm -hmm. and in order for us to get ahead, we needed to work harder. We needed to out outshine because nobody was handing us anything. Yeah. And so when you have the mentality that you're going to make it work despite your circumstances, yeah. you're going to figure it out despite your color, despite your, your upbringing, despite, you know, your financial means, you do it despite of these situations that these are the people that are going to make it. These are the people that are going to conquer the world. Yeah. It's the people that are willing to show up and say, you may be smarter than me. You may be better looking. You may have more resources or money, but you're not going to outwork me. Mm. And for me, and I'm going to curse for a second. I apologize. Every, every single day I get up and I say the same thing. Yeah. Don't fuck it up today. Mm. I feel like every single person is one or two bad decisions away from being broke or in jail. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where for me, I, I had it so bad. And one of the things that I honestly feel so fortunate about is that a, I didn't grow up with social media because I can't imagine the yeah. stress and the power and the, the, the anxiety and the pressure that, that young men feel to, in today's mm -hmm. world, the pressure to be good enough, to be sexy, to be handsome, to be successful, to be driving the right car, to be wearing the white, right watch. Like 
it's so overwhelming. And for me, I grew up, I didn't have that, yeah. you know, and that is something that I'm, I'm very thankful for. But the other thing I'm thankful for is that I didn't find success until I was later in life. Mm. I had failures upon failure. I was 30, I was in my thirties before I ever had $5,000 in my bank account mm. that was extra, you know? Wow. And so, you know, my whole life, it was just struggling and hustling from one thing to another. And when, when I had $5,000 in the bank, that was my fuck you money. <laughs> it was like, wait a second, hold up. Yeah, yeah. $5,000. You mean I can pay my bills and I don't have to worry about it. Like I can actually pay rent for a month <laughs> and not have to worry about yeah. like making payroll or, or paying my mortgage or my car payment that day. Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. And I, something amazing happened when that happened. Mm. One day I just realized I didn't think about money mm. because my entire life from growing up, you know, poor on welfare to the time that I was, I was literally in, I think it was 35 or 36 mm. years old when this happened, mm. I didn't think about money. And it was amazing. The next day, same thing. I didn't think about money. And from that point, everything in my life got better because all the emotional and mental bandwidth that you take up worrying about just paying your basic bills and mm. eating, it was allowed to be replaced with something that allowed me to be creative and think outside and, 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 and basically really start living. And so mm. I think that is probably the one takeaway that I would like to leave your audience with is that figure out what that money is. You know, for me, it was $5,000, mm -hmm. but maybe it's $20,000. What is that, that amount of money that you can have set aside that makes you not think about or worry about or stress about money if you are in a position where right now you're, you're not sure where you're going to, you know, you're, you're going to pay your bills or how you're going to do it and do whatever you can mm -hmm. in order to make that amount of money. And then that's when things in life get a lot better and it allows you to utilize your brain mm. in a way that you may not have been because you were so occupied and preoccupied with money or making it. So let's say there's a guy who's like, Aaron, I love that message. That number for me is also $5,000. Every time I get to $3,000, something happens. I get a rough day. My girlfriend breaks up with me. I might get a flat tire. I get down. I get, I get stressed and I give up and I spend my money on things I shouldn't spend my money on. I get back to ground zero and I start again. And, and he's like, he's just struggling so hard of being consistent to be able to achieve those goals. What are, what are some advice you give a guy like that? I think it's, it's about, that, that's a great, it's a great question. Um, I think the, the, you've got to decide what is important to you. I mean, that's, you know, number one, you know, what is, what is important? Is that money and getting that, that financial sort of F you money, that freedom, is that the most important thing? Or is it all of these other extenuating circumstances? You know, now the truth is if you can't eat, you got a flat tire, you've got to figure that out. But in terms of staying focused and disciplined, the other thing I would say is, is do what you need to do. Don't be too proud to not go and get a second job. Mm. You know, for me, one of the most humbling and eye-opening experiences when I was going through bankruptcy, um, I was, and my businesses were failing, everything was going and blowing up around me. I was literally a 30, like five-year-old dude driving a beer cart at a country club mm. on weekends just to give my girlfriend at the time, my, my now wife, a little bit of money so that I could pay my bills. Mm. You know, don't be too proud to, drive, you know, for Uber or, or, I mean, there are ways and there are ways now that there weren't ways, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, where there's a will, there's an opportunity to make extra money. And maybe that's another starting point. Okay. Set a budget, you know, that's, I would say that is the number one place where everybody needs to start and really be honest with yourself. Cause I think a lot of times we blow smoke up our own butts thinking, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's really, you know, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I can afford to go out to eat 
$50 dinner yeah, or yeah. $100 dinner or, yeah, no big deal. I can go out drinking with my friends. See how much money you have coming in. Mm. See how much is going out. Set a budget. And then the two areas that you can basically adjust or modify in terms of spending is is where you live and what you drive. Mm. Those are the two areas that we spend the most amount of money on. Can you adjust? Can you basically start living a little bit more below your means in order to speed up or facilitate the, the savings that you need to do in order to get to where you need to go. Yo, what's good, everybody? We're going to take a quick pause from this week's amazing episode to talk to you guys about our amazing sponsors over at Skillshare. Guys, Skillshare is a real A1 day one from the roommates, and we absolutely love Skillshare because they are a unique online learning community where men and women can learn all types of creative and entrepreneurial skills. Man, so many men for the past years in the roommates have been learning, have been blossoming, have been transforming from Skillshare because not only do you get the first month free to test it out, but Skillshare has such a vast library of courses, of resources that you guys can be able to tap into today. Go to Skillshare.com slash roommates and take advantage of this opportunity. Guys, on the podcast, we meet so many amazing men and women who are so talented, but they didn't get their skills overnight. They had to master these things and Skillshare gives Gives you all the resources that you can be able to master your best self and tap into your full potential. So do not delay. Get on Skillshare today. Go to Skillshare.com slash roommates. Trust me, you'll thank us later. And let's get back to this week's episode. You know, I love that. And one of the things that you said, I was literally having a conversation about it the other day, about the idea of living according to your means and humbling yourself. You see, what happens is a lot of guys, they experience downturns, especially if they get laid off or something happens, to where they feel too proud to work menial jobs. And what I've seen even today is there's a lot of guys who would rather work no job than to work at a warehouse or to work at Walmart or to work at Amazon. What, what do you think is causing these guys to not want to humble themselves and to put themselves in a position, any position that will lead to a better life? I think there are a few things that that is causing this problem. You know, right now we have never been in a position or a time where there are more jobs mm. available for people. If yeah. you want to work, there is absolutely no reason, mm. no excuse. Now, That's in true. terms of rather not working, I think that we we also we get spoiled, right? Mm. We're spoiled and and there's this this almost like embarrassment like okay, if I do this job or I work there, it's kind of like, okay, you know, it's not going to be sexy to tell my friends I work part-time at Walmart, mm -hmm. you know, bagging groceries or whatever it may be, or working at Starbucks. But in my opinion, it's much more embarrassing to say I'm not working or I don't have a job yeah, yeah, yeah. or, hey, I can't go out because I don't have enough money to go hang out with my friends or take a girl out or, or whatever it may be. And so, yeah, there's, I think we've gotten so soft and spoiled. Yeah. And, and there's also this preconceived notion that, you know, you see, well, it's also, you see what people, people that you follow or your friends might be posting on social media. Mm -hmm. And this is a huge uh, problem, right? Go down this lane. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, I don't, you know, you have all these people that are killing it so hard and oh my God. And they're posting all these amazing trips and cars and things. And, and so you think that this is what reality is. And that is not, there is nothing real about social media yeah. in terms of what you're seeing all highlights all highlights mm -hmm. all highlights they're not showing the fights that you're having with your girlfriend or your parents 
And and so yeah, it's it's yeah, it's hard, man. No, it's funny that you mentioned that social media. I'm gonna tell you a story based upon. Uh, tell me. One <laughs> one of the things I was processing. So, as we talked about previously, I'm about to buy a house, and I am really interested, and I love houses, but I also love a TV show on Netflix. Netflix called Selling Sunset. I love you. Watch that show. I watch that show. I love that show. I love. <laughs> I was you. I was so excited when Chriselle and Jason were together. I'm like, wait, they broke up. <laughs> I know. So I love selling sun, sunset. Was watching selling sunset every single season. I love these beautiful homes. These I love infinity pools. I love the. I just love mod, the modern look. I love it all. Those homes in selling sunset two million dollars at the least. At the least, two million dollars. That's a that's a teardown. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm about to buy a home, and I got a realtor, and I'm like, you know, here's my price point. It's not two million dollars. <laughs> here's my price point. I was so mad. I was like, man, I, I don't I don't like this house. Like, I can't live here. I can't live there, because in my mind, I expected to be living in a five million dollar Beverly Hills property because of what I've been seeing on the media. And not realizing, no, where you need to live is right here. Yep. It's, it's, it's funny you mention that because it was actually in Dallas, Texas. I went to go visit. This is years ago yeah, yeah. Um, when I was doing the image consulting. Yeah. I had this client. He was a, uh, an anesthesiologist. He flew to Atlanta once to work with me. And then he was like, hey, I got this huge, you know, huge closet with all this, these clothes. Why don't I fly you down to Dallas? And we'll go through my stuff and then we'll go shopping. And I said, sure, sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. Right? I go down there and I am I am in love with his 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 condo. I'm in love with Dallas. Yeah. But the prices. Mm. And so when I when I got back, everybody's like, Well, what'd you think of Dallas? I'm like, I love his Dallas. <laughs> I wouldn't love my Dallas. I'm in the you know, I love I'm, that I'm down one. the street in the you know, in the not so great section. That's my Dallas. His Dallas, I love that. Oh man. hundred percent. No, that's so good. And I think to me, that's really what social media does for a lot of guys. It does not allow them to be content in their lane. They see Aaron, they see what he's done, they see what he's built, they see the life that you have, and they're like, I want Aaron's 40-year-old results at 20 years old. 44. <laughs> I think I'm 40. Wait, am I 44 or 45? I, don't, I think I might actually be 45. But no, that, yes, that's it, right? Yeah. You, see the, you see the end result. You yeah. don't actually see it. It's that whole iceberg analogy, yes, right? Yeah. You see the little teeny bit of success now, and you think, oh, I want that. You don't see the, the 15 years of showing up every day mm -hmm. or doing the work or putting it in when it's not fun. Yeah. And, um, and, and a lot of, you know, the real estate is a perfect example. You know, you see guys like, you know, the Grant Cardones and all these, these guys that are like, you know, just uber successful, yeah. uber, you know, and you think, oh, well, I want to do that. I, or that's what I want to do. But yeah. you've got to understand that these guys didn't start there. Grant Cardone started selling cars, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so... Um, yeah, it's, it, it's absolutely true. You think, or you see where you want to, you, you see what the success looks like now for certain people. And you think that's where I want to be, but you have to be willing yeah. to do what they did in order to get where they are. A hundred percent. And so I think, man, I, I love, I love all that. And I, and I think that's where guys have to start and just be honest. And what guys have to do is, in my opinion, if there's people on social media or content that you're consuming, that's making you feel bad about where you're at, you may need to unfollow it. 
if Selling Sunset Season 4 comes out in the next couple of months while I'm house shopping, I'm not watching it. Yeah, I yes, can't. you are. <laughs> I got, I'm going to watch it after I buy the house. Did you, did, did you watch a Kanye documentary? Come on. You know I've watched, been watching I watched that. it, too. What so you, inspirational. Yeah, it man. was. The, the last episode, though, man. Oh, man, I haven't watched it yet. Okay. I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> okay, yeah, watch it. Never mind. Uh, it, came out, it came out on Wednesday, right? Oh, it already came out. The last episode? Third episode. It came out on Wednesday. Because it comes out every Wednesday. This past, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I watched it. it. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I watched it. So, and, and, and that's, that's something, like, one of the things, for me, yeah. I identify with the rap culture in terms of um, where they've started from and where they get to. There's mm. another uh, docuseries called um, The Evolution of Hip Hop. Oh, yeah, I've seen Have that. Have you seen that? Yeah, 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 yeah. And the thing that these guys all have in common, and, and co- guys like Kanye, it's, number one, a belief in yourself. Mm. And it's the work ethic. Yeah. Those two things, it's unbelievable what you can accomplish if you just believe in yourself mm-hmm. and you are willing to do the work when it's not fun, when it's not sexy. Mm. And I think that's one of the things that people need to understand. If you have people in your life that are telling you no, if there are people in your life, your friends, it may even be your friends, mm-hmm. that are not at the same place that you are emotionally, mentally, or inspirationally, or even where you want to get to, you've got to get away from these people that are not bringing you value mm. or they're, that are that are holding you back. And that's something that's just so inspirational. Like with the Kanye documentary, from day one, he knew exactly who he was. He knew exactly where he wanted to go. And watching these people that didn't believe in him and knowing where he got to yeah, yeah, yeah. at the beginning, it's yeah. just like, no, keep going, Kanye. Yeah, yeah, You're going to be all right. Yeah, right? You're yeah. going to be all right. Yeah. But surrounding yourself your circumstances and who you surround yourself with, your network of friends, it's cliche. You know, you are the sum of your five closest friends or the people that you spend the most time with, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody knows that and hears it, but are you listening and are you actually applying it and following it? Mm -hmm. Because the thing that changed my life for the better more than anything, well, many things have, (laughs) but one of them was meeting a gentleman named Antonio Centeno. Mm. Antonio was somebody that I viewed as my competition. I'm like, there's no way that I want to be friends with this guy. He reached out to me. He's like, hey, why don't we meet up? Why don't we connect? Why don't we do this thing in Anaheim? And, and it was kind of like the first like menfluential conference. And I'm thought, I thought, what does this guy want to steal from me? Because yeah. at the time, I had this, this mindset, the scarcity mindset, that mm. it's like, you know, if, I, if he's winning, I'm losing. And if mm. I'm winning, he's losing. Mm. When the truth is that it was at that point when I basically dropped it and I was like, all right, let me take a chance. Let me take a risk. Let me do something that's uncomfortable and that I'm not ready or really i don't know where this is going to go let me just try that was the point at which everything got better in my life Mm -hmm. because at this point i surrounded myself with people that were entrepreneurs people that were going and moving in the direction that i wanted to go and being surrounded by all these people that were inspiring and trying and willing to risk it and i think that's one of the big misconception or not misconception it's one of the the worst things you can do is be surrounded by small-minded people if you've got big world dreams Mm. and for me you know even today if you're an entrepreneur if it's in your dna if it's something that you want to be or do i can go into a party and hang out with a bunch of people that work a nine-to-five job but i don't connect with them i don't relate to them if i'm being honest i can be friends with them sure but i get inspired by people that are that are broken they're trying to figure it out right like these are the people that i want to be around because they're going to inspire me they're going to challenge me they're going to uplift me and i'm going to be there for them if they ever need anything and so your network man build your network no i love it and and we talked about this off camera 
that's why with the standard we created that community component because like you said i realized that you can have all the right information you can have all the 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 fitness programs all the mental health things all the resources to be successful but if you're in an unhealthy environment surrounded by negative people who are more liabilities than they are assets it's literally you take one step forward every day to only take 10 steps back and so we wanted to create that community where men like you described who are trying to achieve more can meet and connect with one another and we had a, a meeting in the standard and we were doing this meeting that came up with this idea about the 11 themes of every great story that's also relevant in every man's life and one of the themes was allies and I chat and I asked the man a question. I'm gonna ask you the same question to see if you can prove I'm me gonna, wrong. I'm gonna know what the other ten things are. <laughs> <All right>, go <laughs> on. <laughs> and with the allies, I asked the man. I said, "Name me a great movie, a great TV show, or a great story where the main character, aka the hero, has zero allies." Let me think about that. This is a this this is a tr this is a trick question because you probably I probably can't think. Uh, say, one more time. So name me a great story. Okay. Where the hero has zero allies. That can be a movie, a TV show, a book, whatever story that you like. Where the hero has zero allies. I don't think I can. I have not met a man who's told me they can name one. And so I tell the man, I said, if you can't name a single of all the movies, of all the TV shows, of all the things that you've learned about, you can't name me one story, why do you think you're going to be that one story? Exactly. I love it. What are the other 10? So the other 10 you, are... Can you name them? Of course. For you, I'll name all them. 10? Yeah, 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 right, yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. Let's have it. So the first one is identity, which I love that you described because you said you have to have a belief in self. So who is self? It's self is... I have to believe that self can do it. So it starts off with you actually knowing who you are. Like I can only imagine that when you were bankrupt, you didn't think, oh, Aaron is forever broke. Because if you believed you would be forever broke, then guess what? You would have been forever broke. So you have to have an identity and have a belief in self to begin your journey. Number two. Number two, the adventure. Right. So every great hero goes on an adventure, you know, like the, the Lion King, like Simba had to reclaim Pride Rock, the, the Lord of the Rings. Frodo has to, you know, destroy the ring. Every great hero has to have an adventure and the adventure as a man is your purpose. So every single man needs to discover what is my purpose? What is my adventure? What is it that I'm called to do? And that begins to um, and that is how that will help you navigate life moving forward. Number three. Number three. So once we have the identity and we have the adventure, the next thing is the gold. Right. So I think gold might be four, but I'm, I'm going everywhere. That's so, all right. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm following you. So the gold is it's is like at the end of this journey, what are you trying to achieve? Men have to have a, a, a uh, basically someone described it as begin with the end at mind and you must reverse engineer your life. That's so, hold on, let me just go tell, ahead, please. Tell you this. So, so the fact that you said that I met with a gentleman the other day, or I, I met him. Yeah. He recently bought a bunch of buildings mm. in the Marietta area that I live and I ran into him. He, he spent like $17 million on this huge like property. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I met him the other day and I said, well, what are you going to do? What's the first step? He goes, 
the first step is figuring out where we want to end up. Mm. And it was the first time I was like, huh, you're smarter than me. <laughs> because, I mean, it's, it's true. Until you know where you want to end up or yeah. where you want to go, yeah. that's going to be what's going to shape the start, the yes. direction. And, and so I thought this was phenomenally insightful. And yeah, so yeah. You're, you're No, I love it because it. going back to what you said previously, if you're a guy who's like, what am I going to do? Let's say if the goal for you is I want to save $5,000. So once you know the end destination is, is saving $5,000, then what you can say is that, how come? How about I delete some of my streaming services? Maybe I take an additional job because your, your steps have to lead you to your goal. But if you don't know your goal, you don't, it's like, it's like driving the car with no um, end destination on the GPS. You should be driving around the cul-de-sac forever. <laughs> so the goal is the third one. Okay. Number four. So the goal is actually four, but um, it's cool. Is number four that we're going to do for this video is courage. In every great story, the hero must tap into his courage to begin his adventure. So King Arthur, right? The, he had to be courageous enough to be a little boy and to try to attempt to pull this sword. Going back to Lord of the Ring, Frodo had to leave the friar, yep. take the courage to go on his journey. So there is not a single great story where the hero does not have to tap into courage. And what courage is, courage is not the absence of fear. People think, okay, if I'm going to be crazy, I have no fear. No, courage isn't the absence of fear. Courage is action in spite of fear. Love it. So it's not that there's not that you're not afraid of the dragon. Is that though I'm afraid of the dragon, I'm still going to try to slay the and dragon. And this is something else that I, like, it, it, similar to this is, is the misconception that if you're confident that you're not insecure about anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. confidence, you know, you're a confident man doesn't mean that, like, if I'm a confident dude, yes. you put me on a dance floor, guess what? I'm going to be a little <laughs> bit insecure. I'm going to be like, all right. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. the confident man knows that despite the the fearing or the the fear or the the the, the knowing that you're going to suck, you're still willing to put yourself out there and go for it, try it, because you know that it's something that you want to do. But go on. So, honey. Before we continue, I have a friendship test for you to see how good of friends we really are. Uh-oh. Favorite Disney movie of all time? Favorite Disney movie of all time. Uh, Disney movie of all time. <laughs> Let me think. You have Lion King. You have Aladdin. You have Hercules. You have Pocahontas. You have Toy Story. You have A Beauty and the Beast. You have Cinderella. You have Frozen. You have Bambi. Tarzan, you have Bambi, you have Dumbo, you have Robin, Fantasia. you have all these Disney movies. If you were to say, let's say not favorite, which one is one that you, out of all those that were named, that you're like, I, really, I like a lot? Lion King. Best friends. Okay. <laughs> Lion, King, uh, yep. Lion King. In the Lion King, there was a scene where Simba went to the elephant graveyard and then Mufasa had to rescue him. And then I love this part where Mufasa said, I was afraid. And then Simba was like, I thought kings don't get scared. And he was like, no, kings do get scared. But kings still do, like a fair, fair phrase, but kings still do the right thing and even though they're afraid. I love that scene. Yeah, man. Because that's what you're describing. Like, it's not that you don't experience fear. We all experience it, but then some people, you know, will use the fear and be paralyzed by it, but then some people persevere through the fear. And this is the other thing with, with, with business and, the, and just taking chances and risks. Mm -hmm. 
it's the fear of failure that holds, you know, yes. another, another, yeah. another powerful sort of saying it, it's the fear of failure. It's, it's the fear of, well, what if it doesn't work out? Mm -hmm. What if I try, what if I really go after yeah. this dream, this passion, this, this purpose? And what if I don't, what if I don't make it? Or what if I've got to actually admit to my friends and family that it didn't work out? Mm -hmm. It's the fear of, of, of not succeeding that prevents so many people from realizing their, their, their purpose or their destiny. Mm. And I'm here to tell you, once you fail, like it's gonna, it's, uh, it's not even once, it's when you fail, yeah, because yeah. failure is going to happen, mm -hmm. everybody, and, and you've gotta have it. Mm -hmm. In order for that story to be a great story, yeah. everybody has to overcome something, right? Mm -hmm. You've gotta overcome it. You know, correlating and connecting to this whole story analogy and this, this great story, nobody's a champion. You know, Rocky wasn't Rocky if he didn't get his ass beat yep. by Apollo, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, you've got to overcome something. You've got to overcome it in order for it to be meaningful. Yeah. And it's the it's the challenges, it's the struggles that make life beautiful and make the successes that much sweeter. Yeah. And why it's so amazing when you do yeah. finally reach some degree of, of success. But you've got to be willing to risk it. It's mm -hmm. going to happen. Take it off the table. Just understand that it's gonna suck, but if it doesn't kill you and you can pick yourself up, yeah. and that's the other thing. A lot of people, when they get punched in the face, they're like, all right, I'm not gonna do that again. Yeah. But the people that are successful, they get punched in the face, they're like, all right, all right, maybe yeah. maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm gonna try this again. They yeah. get back up, they pick yeah. themselves up, and they go after their dreams, their goals, and hopefully they're smarter, and it's like, all right, well, that wasn't that bad. You know, yeah. getting punched, all right, well, it didn't, you know, it didn't ruin my life. I'm, yeah. I'm all right, I can, yeah. I can figure it out. Let me yeah. try again. Yeah, so you're right. It. I love it. So the next one is allies. That's number five, like we said, we already discussed that. Number six is you, and that is the sage. And almost every great story, the hero needs a sage. And what the sage is, is wise wisdom that guides the, the hero on his journey with insight that he can't see on his own. You see, the reality of life is that there's just certain things as a 32-year-old man, I don't know. But Aaron being 44 or 45, <laughs> he, I'm not even sure. <laughs> he He's known it and he's experienced it. And instead of me having to bang my head against the wall, I can reach out to you. I can watch your videos and I can learn from you. And so one of the things I've seen is a lot of men don't have a sage or they have the what I call the dark sage, right? The dark sage is a, is a, is a, is a, is a person who guides the hero on the wrong direction. And so, so to me, it's that's something that makes you so great because for so many men you are that sage you are that insight you are that wisdom you are that guidance that you know they would love to have a dad they don't have a dad they would love to have a big cousin they don't have anybody so they go to you and so the sage is so important for the hero's journey and unfortunately today a lot of guys don't have it what's next the next thing is the princess so here's interesting thing the princess, most people think about the princess like slay the dragon, rescue the village, get the gold, get the girl. And to me, uh, that's kind of a princess. But to me, a princess is a woman who comes alongside the hero on his journey to help him achieve his mission. And so to me, a lot of guys have this idea that it's like, until I'm 48 years old and I'm a multimillionaire, I can't get a, a, a woman. But it's like, no, most guys like Aaron 
as they're on their purpose, as they're on their mission, as they're progressing, a woman sees them for the potential that they can be, and they, and she comes alongside as an asset and not a liability to help you achieve your mission. And usually, it's you being on your adventure that draws that female character to you. So an example of that is in The Matrix, right? Neo Trinity's kind of interested in him, but as he's progressing, as he's pursuing his purpose, as he's becoming more proficient, she's more drawn to him. And so a lot of great stories, Iron Man, Pepper Potts, you know, Tony's kind of cool, but as the you story- You like movies. I'm a movie guy, man. <laughs> I can go for days. I can go for days, Aaron. You know, you know, it, she's drawn to him. And so to me, usually in great stories, you'll see that, that, that female character is drawn to him as he's progressing. And so- that's something that I've told guys, but then on the flip side, what messes up a lot of guys is that they're with women who is not leading him on his adventure, but actually deterring him from his adventure. And I remember there was a guy who told me he wanted to be an MMA fighter, but he said his girlfriend was like, you shouldn't do that. You need to just get a regular job and just always killing his dreams. I was like, that, that's not your woman. Like, if she's a dream killer, if she's constantly making you second-guess your purpose and telling you, don't go where you want to go, go where I tell you to go, that's not the woman that needs to be in your life. And so that's an important component that guys need to I know. Think, and, and, and on that point, there's, go ahead, I, I've got a theory about midlife crisis. Go ahead, please. Men and midlife crisis. I love to hear this. And so my theory is that um, it's a working theory. That the only reason so, – so what happens is men – We'll get into relationships. Men will follow the direction or the path that other people want mm, for them to I do. I love this. I love they're going, going to get it. They're going to go to the right school. They're going to get the right job. They're going to meet a woman who's safe and makes sense and has kids. And he takes care of everybody else, but he never is true mm. about what he wants out of life. And so mm. at some point he realizes, wait a second, I've done for everybody else. I've lived other people's lives, other people's dreams. It's my time. And then they freak out and everybody's like, oh my God, I never saw that Brad, you know, he's now sleeping with the secretary. He's never, he's, he's going out, he's driving the sports car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When if you were just honest with yourself mm. and you moved along your journey, your path in the way that you wanted to, you basically did what you wanted as opposed to what other people wanted for you, you would never have this problem. Mm -hmm. Because even if you're not as wildly successful as maybe you thought, you're still doing what you want as opposed to what other people want. Mm. And so I think... You will never have a problem with a midlife crisis if you're just honest with yourself and you choose a person, a partner that is is with you and that will allow you to do what you need to do. It doesn't mean you're going to be irresponsible. If you've got a family, you're just going to quit your job and be like, I'm going to go you know, start a hot air balloon <laughs> business or company or, or make yeah. diamond water bottles. But yeah. you've just got to be willing to be strong enough and brave enough to go down your path and your journey, yeah. and that will prevent you from having a problem later on in life and an identity crisis. I absolutely love that, and I agree with your theory wholeheartedly because two things. First, going back to the princess, it only it works when you have an adventure. So this is all based upon the premise of you must know your adventure. And I love the point that you said that if a man doesn't know his adventure, he will live the life that other people tell him to live, whether it's his parents, his siblings, or especially his partner. Because what I've also noticed is that for the guys who don't have a purpose, they usually will find a woman who does because they usually find that opposite in that sense. And then now he begins to live 
in her purpose instead of living in his purpose. So then later on, like you said, when he's having this crisis, like miserable about life is because this whole time you've been following someone else's plot instead of living out your own. That's perfect, it. bro. No, I love it. And that, that is exactly right. I think a lot of men, a lot of men do that. You yeah. know, they're, they maybe for whatever reason, they, they allow their partner to dictate their direction. Mm. And now some guys I'm sure it works for. I've met men that yeah. they need a leader. They yeah. need a strong woman that tells them exactly what to do. Now, is it ultimately a happy, healthy relationship? Everybody, everybody's different, <laughs> right? Each their own. It's each their own. But I find that, that mm-hmm. the men that, that are true to themselves have more healthy and successful not only relationships but lives in general i love it and the key that aaron just said is true to yourself and that starts off with knowing who self is it all begins with the identity so i always tell when guys are like oh i'm having all these issues do you even know who you are like aaron said do you even believe in yourself do you even know what you're called to do because yeah if you don't know all these things the rest of the the whole story falls apart and I love how you brought that back because that's so true. So, so is there one more or two we're, more? We're, yeah, we're, we're at number seven. I, okay, I, seven. I, all yeah. right. I, I'm I, glad I, that you. I love how you're giving. I love the commentary <laughs> in between that you're giving because it's giving me time to remember the other okay, one. Keep going. I love it. You need a list. Yeah. Number eight is the obstacle. You you referenced this beforehand. What is the number one sign, in your opinion, of a cheesy movie? A cheesy movie? Yeah. See, you're back to these movies. I don't yeah, watch yeah. movies. Well, um, a, a cheesy, cheesy movie, movie or cheesy story? Predictable. Predictability. Predictability. And usually it's predictable. Was I right? No, that's great. No, there's no I'm right wanting, answer. Okay, okay, there's okay. no right answer, but I, I love I, it. I, I felt like I was under <laughs> the Lion King. That was... That was <laughs> you were the right answer for that one. Predictability. I love it. And usually it's predictable because it's cliche. It's cliche. Oh my! I knew this was gonna happen. Oh, all of a sudden, the, the, the you know the dragon just happened to get a heart attack in the middle of the battle. Oh my gosh! Wh- what happens is the best movies, the best stories, are the stories where you're like, "How the hell did you do that? You use Rocky. How the hell did some freaking Italian guy beat the world?" Champion, how did the he Russian? Get, how did he? How did how he, did he beat, beat Drago? How did he beat Drago? How did you, I'm still wondering. <laughs> it, it was his heart, man. That's what it was. Rocky, Bro. he had he had heart, right? Bro, Drago is this obstacle. He's actually the dragon, but we'll get to that point later. But the obstacle is this seemingly impossible force that appears to stop the hero in his journey. So. Every great story has a great obstacle, and the greater the story, the greater the obstacle. And so, as a man, you have to realize that there will be obstacles. If you're going to be a great man, if you want to be a man like Aaron, if you want to leave a legacy, there will be obstacles. Aaron being one of the top influencers in the whole entire world, he did not get that way without overcoming obstacles. The freaking um, bankruptcy that is a huge obstacle. And what happens is that for most people, when they experience this huge obstacle, screw it. They give up. But then some men like yourself, they find a way to overcome the obstacle by getting allies, by having wise wisdom, by knowing their identity, by knowing their adventure and pursuing forward. And so to me, I, I, I need every guy to realize that everyone has it. Going back to the Kanye documentary, 
what I know is probably what's going to happen in part three. That is a huge obstacle for any human to be able to emotionally experience. And so that's something that I really, I was telling the guys in the standard in this meeting, I said, you have to realize that you will have obstacles. You better or else you're not trying or your, your goals and your dreams and your gold isn't big enough. Exactly. Number nine, the dragon. So the dragon is usually in your life. There will be somebody who gets in your way, who is intentionally trying to be the antagonist of your story. Maybe you're trying to work a job and you're trying to save that 5,000, like Aaron said, and then you have a boss who's just making your life a, a living hell. He's always saying rude things to you. He's always diminishing you. He's always demeaning you. Maybe in life you have, a, a, unfortunately, a parent who's always negative, who's always saying things, who's always telling you, you can't do this, you can't do that. Everybody has a dragon. And so to me, the point of the story is to realize that in almost every great story, the dragon will not overcome the, the hero. It will not overcome you and you will overcome the dragon, which is, I love the story in Shrek where the dragon actually becomes who his ally marries. You know what I mean? Like the dragon <laughs> literally becomes, oh, just this, it's a, and it's also a misunderstood person. And the dragon is not anti you. The dragon really hates self, which is why it's lashing out, which is why it's diminishing you. And so once you understand that in life. And understand that a lot of people have people, the, the ones that are the naysayers and the people that are bringing that negativity to or say you can't do it or you shouldn't or you should do this. It's usually somebody that's not followed their passion, their mm -hmm, dream. Mm -hmm. And so they're they're basically projecting their negative mm -hmm, energy on, on, mm -hmm. and their lack of belief in themselves onto you. If they didn't do it, then you shouldn't try. A hundred percent. So I can only imagine there's so many people when Aaron started his image consulting company, it was like, you can't do that. You probably can't make money doing that because they themselves had a dream. They themselves didn't achieve it. So now they want to diminish yours and now they want to make you feel bad. So that's the part about the story. If there is light, which is the allies or the sage, there will also be the dark with the dark sage as well as the dragon. That's this oppositional force that's trying to deter you. But in all great stories, the dragon never gets over. The dragon never overcomes the hero, but the hero always overcomes the dragon. We number 10. No, here we, we got two more. Two more. Number, we got 11. <laughs> okay. number 10 is the power. In every great story, the hero taps into a power at the very end that he never knew that he had. Because deep down inside, every single man is great. And, and when you know your adventure, God has given you all the tools necessary to achieve your adventure, if it's your adventure. If I think my adventure is to be the greatest singer of all time, that's not my adventure. And I'll never find the ability to be the world-class singer, right? Because I'm on the wrong adventure. But when you're on your right adventure, you have all the tools inside you to be able to tap into that to achieve your adventure. So for you, your superpower was perseverance. You were able to persevere when things were tough. I thought from the age of 13 that my adventure was going to be owning a chain of fitness centers. <laughs> I came to realize that that was not the adventure that I was supposed to be on. Mm. And something else that I, that I tell people, you know, sometimes success doesn't look like what you think it will or what you expect it or hope it will. Mm. And you've got to be open to understanding that, you know what, maybe this isn't what's in store for me. Maybe this isn't the right direction. Kevin O'Leary, um, I've interviewed him and, and one of the things, you know, one of the hardest things I think as an entrepreneur, as a person is how do you know when it's time 
to give up and try mm. something else. Mm. And his, his, his philosophy is 36 months and three years. Mm. If you're not seeing success, if you're not seeing some glimmer of hope or some progress, it's time to read the writing on the wall. And this. one of the hardest things that you'll ever have to do is be honest with yourself mm. and be honest and know that, okay, maybe this isn't the right direction. All your friends, all your parents, all your coworkers, all everybody knows yeah. this is not working for you. Yeah. But a lot of times it's that, that, well, if I just, if I just go a little further, if I spend mm. a little more money, yeah, if I yeah. just try a little harder, yeah, yeah, yeah. then I'm about to break through. You've mm. just got to understand that the time is your most precious asset. Mm. And if you don't, if you, if you keep going after something or a purpose that is not the right one, you're wasting a lot of your good ability or your ability to be strong, steadfast and, and, and find that right purpose. What was the number one sign that let you know that your, your purpose wasn't to build a fitness center? What was the oh, number one sign? My, it was the number one sign is that, that I was out of options mm. for me. I wasn't smart enough. I learn everything the hard way. Mm -hmm. How do I know not to drink and drive? Yeah. I get a DUI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do I know, you know, not to do really anything for that one? I, it was, it was so scary for me not doing that. And I didn't have a plan B. Mm -hmm. And so for me, if I could have sold a kidney in order to raise $20,000 to keep it going another yeah. three months, yeah. I would have done that. Yeah. It was that I was completely out of options. Yeah. And so my credit cards were getting shut off. I was the reason why that picture of the giraffe right there, mm. the reason why I have that it's symbolic. Mm. That giraffe was a picture that I bought my wife. It was the last thing I ever bought on credit before my credit cards were shut off. Wow. And the reason I actually had $20 in quarters that I stole out of a little quarter map <laughs> and I had like $30 left on a credit card. Mm. And so I knew that we were at the mall and, and she was like, you know, Hey, I really love that. I'm mm. like, okay, I'm going to go back and get it. So yeah. I, I got my quarters. <laughs> I got my $30 worth of credit. I paid $20 in quarters. I oh, spent wow. $30 the next day because of the interest. I went over and it shut off my credit card and it was the last. And so mm. that giraffe is kind of like That's symbolic powerful. of just, um, just kind of the struggle and, and, and sort of the upturn from that mm. point, it was, it was, it was kind of, you know, all right, where do I go from here? I love it. I love that so much. And the last one uh -oh. is giraffe is <laughs> <laughs> what you described. It's a victory. The last theme is a victory. But here's the reality. The victory is never the gold. You start your adventure thinking that the gold is the win. The victory is never the gold. For example, back in the day, I'm not sure you've seen this movie, The Mighty Ducks. Okay, I have. I seen have. Mighty Amelia Estevez. Amelia Estevez's character. Don't ask character. me about it. Yeah, no, it's okay. But in the movie, he just. That was Disney. Yeah. That was another Disney movie. Uh, another good one. <laughs> he was a hot shot lawyer, got a DUI, you know, had to do community service, and he had to coach these, you know, this hockey team to success. There's no way he's going to get these guys to be able to be successful. This, that, and the third. He was able to pull things together. At the end of the movie, what happens? They win the championship. They raise the trophy at the end. But that wasn't the victory. The victory was the man that Emilio became during his adventure. You see, what men have to realize is life is about the process. Life is not about getting the gold at the end of the journey. It's about the man that you become on your journey. And it's always changing, it's always evolving, it's always improving. And so when you have that mindset, going back to your point, you might have an adventure one season of your life where you're like, I want to be this, this own this fitness company or, or, or run the, own these gyms. Then you don't achieve the gold. 
but then it leads you to actually another adventure that leads you to another destination and not realizing that it was never about the fitness. It was always you. Your desire for fitness was the passion that led you to become the man that you are today. All of that is the victory. The victory for every man's journey is who he becomes at the end of the adventure. In the midst of all the obstacles, in the midst of all the dragons, in the midst of all the failures, is who do you become at the end of the story? Is that where we wrap up? Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. (laughs) You know... Before we wrap it up, I have I, I, I do want to ask you something because we're, we're almost there. <laughs> Make sure we're good with your time. We're good. We're good. Your time. We're good. So before we wrap up, here's what I want to ask you, and this is another thing I was really interested in getting your opinion from. So the theme of the standard collection is the standard is for the man who wants more. And what I've realized is that every successful man that I've ever met, though he has so much. He always desires more. He has one million, he wants 10. He gets 10, he wants 100. He wants 100, he has a billion, he wants a billion, he wants 10. He always wants more. As a successful man who 99.9% of humans that ever walked this planet would love to be in your position, how do you find the balance between wanting more but also being content in what God has given you? That's a hell of a question. I think that that's something where, you know, for me personally, it's it's that whole idea of of you, you messed up. Uh, Kanye mm-hmm. say you messed up when you let him, you know, in the studio and actually <laughs> rap. Now, you know, like it's it. Like and 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 so for me, once I tasted a little bit of success, and and for honestly, for me, I never wanted success for cars or for watches or for money. It was always to feel valued and validated. Mm-hmm. I have. I think a lot of my issues stem from kind of growing up in an abusive family situation. I had some abusive stepfathers. Mm. And in that time, I I lost my ability to stand up for myself. And so what I have come to realize is that success to me is making a difference in people's lives and feeling like I've done a good job and Mm. that I'm valued. Mm. And when that happened, it was so intoxicating and realizing that, you know what, this is incredible, um, that that I don't want to let it go. Mm. And so for me, it's, it's realizing that, you know what I'm taking, I'm able to take care of people that I love. And I, and for me, it's about spending time and having the resources to take care of the people around me that I love and that I care about. Mm. For me at this point in my life, it's about the relationships. Now, that being said, for me, it's also about, it's about growth. Mm. It's about growth personally. It's about growth professionally. And one of the ways that you can measure that professionally is through 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 money mm-hmm. and through the the gross revenue or sales that you're doing on your business and i think that that's something where you've got to be for me it's about i don't want to grow at the expense of my happiness and i don't want to grow and be successful at the expense of my relationships mm. and so when you take those two things off the table all right i want to be happy i want to be successful but I also want to maintain the relationships with my friends, my family, and my loved ones. Mm -hmm. How do I do it? How do I grow without risking? And Mm -hmm. that's the other thing, right? Mm -hmm. You don't want, I don't want to, like I said, every morning I get up and say, don't fuck it up today. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to risk what I've built at the expense of the things that I, that I, that I value today. Mm. It's not about the money. It's about the relationships. It's about being able to take care of the people that I love. And Mm. so, um, I don't know that I even answered the question, but it's something where 
I want more because I like to be challenged. And I feel like if you're not growing, you're going backwards, right? Yeah. There is no, there is no staying content and staying yeah. stable. It's about growth. It's about looking and challenging. Like you, you need to be challenged mm. if you're bored, right? I don't want to be bored. I know that something's wrong when I feel complacent, when I feel like, okay, this is pretty good, right? I know there's a problem. And that's what makes me so uncomfortable. If I'm not working, if I'm not being challenged, if I'm not striving for betterment or more or, or more success or, or figuring out the problems, like I need the problems in my life and overcoming them. Those are the things that actually do make the biggest difference in terms of happiness and fulfillment for me. Mm. It's about, you know, it's, it's about the challenges. A lot of people have the misconception that if everything's great, then, you know, then, then they're good. And the truth is for me, in my opinion, it's, it's, it's the challenges, it's those dragons, it's the, it's the obstacles that you continue to overcome mm. that makes and gives your life meaning. In my opinion, Bro, what I heard from you, you became addicted to helping. You became addicted to giving in your personal life with your wife with your friends with your professional life with your channel you love that people love that you help them out in life and because you love that you want more good and more good for you is that selfish feeling of helping but that's simultaneously more good for others because that's them being helped and then so as a guy it's like you're in this cycle of always wanting more because you always want what is good. And I love that because I think when you have a purpose like, like your own that's so pure and so healthy, you're able to double down on it and it's, and it's able to consistently fulfill you. And that's what drives you to success because if your purpose was just making money, if your purpose was just vanity, like you said, the cars and all that stuff, it, it gets old pretty quickly. You look at Dan Bilzerian. Yeah. <laughs> Danny. <laughs> uh, so he's the perfect example, right? Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, I mean, I, I can only imagine how I feel bad for the guy. Yeah. If I'm being honest, I feel bad that, um, you know, it, it just seems like a pretty empty mm -hmm. existence and not very fulfilling. Yeah. And so, no. you know, not that you're sleeping with, you know, people is not you know, fun and it's a drug, I'm sure. And, and then, and you get addicted to that, but, but success and feeling good is also a drug. You know, yeah. people say, well, when are you going to retire? I'm like, why the hell do <laughs> retire? What does that mean? Yeah. You know, now yeah. some people, you know, that's what they want. They want to not work. They want to not, but for me, it's not necessarily about the work. It's about the striving. It's about the challenges. It's about the overcoming. And it's about the helping mm. that, that why would you ever, why would you ever want to not do that? Exactly. So, I love that. And then which ties back to that guy who's trying to be financially stable and say that $5,000 when you don't feel good, when you want to give up, when you want to stop, you got to remember why not, why not strive for what's good? Why not go after what's good? This is good for you. This is good for others. Why, why take that good off the table? And I really believe you, you hit the nail on the head. That's why successful men want more because they want good they want good for other people and they want good for themselves and they will never stop and be content until they have all the good in the world but that's a never-ending journey and that's just another story and another movie and another adventure to go on aaron
That's it. Listen, man, man you man. are a beast, bro. This was an episode, man. This was an You all talked more than me, which, is, which was the goal. Everybody, that was the goal. I'm like, I'm going to get his ass talking. No, but hey, I love man. this, man. It, man. it was so amazing. Yeah. And, um, and guys, one more time, I'm looking at you. If you have not checked out the suits, yes. you got to sign up. Yes, man. Yes. Guys, Please, where can they go to sign guys, up? Go and get your suit. Go to theaffluentstandard.com. The link is in the description below. Go and get your suit. We'd love to see you part of this amazing community. But more than that, you know. Here's I, one other. Hold on. Hold on. Right. I, I just also got to tell you. <laughs> something amazing happens when you dress up and put on a suit. Something yeah. amazing happens. Yes. You stand up straighter. You feel confident. It's 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 a transformative thing. Mm. People not only are going to view you differently, you view yourself differently. Mm -hmm. It's almost like confidence from the outside in. Yeah. When you stick, when you put on a nice suit, and that's the other thing that I just want to stress the guys mm -hmm. you don't just need to wear suits when you're going to church or a no. wedding wear it out mm. throw on that turtleneck yeah. i mean are you kidding me you go anywhere <laughs> you go out you go out to dinner you go out to a bar you go out to a club and you're dressed up people notice you mm. and it feels incredible mm. and the amount of opportunities you're going to have just as a byproduct of other people viewing you as more professional, more put together and sexier. I mean, mm -hmm. you feel sexy. There's nothing wrong yeah. with wanting to feel sexy. <laughs> yes, indeed. And that's what happens when you throw on a well-tailored suit, brother. Thank you so much, my guy. And you know what? Not only do I want you guys to get my suits, you know, Aaron is the OG. No, 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 no. Stick with the suits. We close it with the suits, but I'm saying Aaron is the OG. So the least I want you guys to do is I want you to send him a message, let him know what about this podcast stood out to you guys. Support my brother, support everything that he does, man. We're in the comments. Make a comment, and, and I'll be in there, and I, I would love to hear what you guys have to and, say. And we'll be in the comments I'll be in the well. comments. We'll be in the comments as well. Brother, thank you so much. Where can they reach you at for those that don't, that don't know where you're at? AlphaM.com. AlphaM.com. Guys, please reach out to my brother, Aaron. Thank you so much, my guy. My name is Hafiz, and I'm joined by... Aaron Marino. We're the roommates, and... Have a great day.